And now it's Geico's Motorcycle Rules of the Road. Before you ride, make sure your mirrors are clean and adjusted properly. And if you're going on a group ride, make sure the lead biker knows where they're going. Uh, Ed, quick question. Where are you taking us? Oh, I have no idea. Well, am I the leader? <laughs> because I was uh, following that dude with the red helmet. Where, Where is he? And the rule to saving on motorcycle insurance is, in 15 minutes, Geico could save you 15% or more. Okay, get us straight. We're not sheep. You got two feet, walk if you're not disabled, but we're people. We stand up. But this is a metaphor Jesus is using for us today, a very, very strong metaphor. Okay, so you know, as I travel, I always try to accumulate ideas for coming back here, not to tell you about the travels and vacation, but to maybe enhance the homily, the thoughts of the scriptures by my experiences out there in the world. Well, this happened in Calabria, picture Calabria. You're on a train and, oh, bus, we're on a bus in Calabria and we're going along the beautiful fields, the Ascramonte Mountains, gorgeous. Beautiful sunny day, green grass, and then somebody cites, we're a busload of tourists, all of us, and someone cites, oh, look at the sheep over there. So everybody turns that way. Well, sheep like to beat the band, huge amount of sheep all following, and they're all filtering down. They're walking basically alongside the road, and, and there are two, do- I don't see any shepherd, there are two dogs in either side of this group here, and they're like bringing them in one line toward wherever they were going, the farmland or who knows what. And there was one like over there, and I said, oh, look, he, he left one behind. That one eventually, I don't know how he got called, but that one eventually realized, oh, they're up there. He stops eating, and he catches up with the group. And, all, and these two white dogs lead these sheep away. That's because sheep are stupid. <laughs> you see, I mean, you got a dog to lead them. You don't need a person. Well, well, well actually, they're beautiful, and I love animals. I, I was even on a farm in Ireland petting sheep and, and, and cows, but that's another story. So... They're, they're beautiful, they're, they're attractive, and Jesus is not talking about sheep, and he's not talking about shepherds, but he is talking about shepherds. He's talking about shepherds of his people. Now, it makes sense that we read this scripture during the Easter season because it reminds us of the warmth and tenderness of Jesus. Well, that's good for our, our emotions, but let's look at the theology. Jesus is quoted here, as John remembered it, after he criticized people in the community who were the leaders of the community because they were doing such a lousy job shepherding God's people. The metaphor of shepherd is woven into the the scriptures, the Hebraic scriptures as well as the Christian scriptures. And and the shepherd is representing God, taking care of his people. Not not implying that his people are stupid, but taking care of his his people, the the metaphor of love, the, the metaphor of connection with his people. And Jesus, in this section of the scriptures, is criticizing the priests, the Pharisees, the Sadducees, because they weren't being good shepherds. They weren't leading their people by example. They were laying burdens on their shoulders. And, and Jesus, uh, Jesus basically, I mean, he, he couldn't hit them harder. He says, you know, now forget the word sheep and shepherd. Just think of the priests of the Old Testament and, and, the, and the, the Pharisees. This is because you guys work for pay. You have no concern for God's people. I, however, am the good shepherd, Jesus says, because I know mine and mine know me. 
So immediately he jumps into the role of the intimacy of a shepherd to his sheep. I also know, now in my naivete on the farm, by the way, when I was with the cows in, in Ireland, on Jerry's uncle's farm, he was going to go take care of one of the cows, and we were in the house, and city boy, I don't know, you know, I said, oh, can I come? I'm thinking, a cow, he's going to take care of a cow. Well, he has a flock of like 100 cows, only this many, there were like 30 in the barn, because they were all pregnant, it was that time of year for them, and he had to take care of this one cow. So I go in, the, the barn is dark, I go in, and as you light, my, the light adjusts, and I see the cow, 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 the place is filled with them. So he goes over to one, and I, you know, I got to pet it, right? So I put my hand on the head, moo, me. this cow don't know a city boy, so I said, okay. I said, so, I said to um, uh, P- Peter John, he has two names, so I always call him Billy Joe, but it's Peter John. I said to Pili- uh, Peter John, what's his name? And Peter John looked at me like I had a cow's head, like, what's his name? He's Father Lou, we don't name them, we number them. So he's got a number on his ears. Just read the number and you'll know who we're talking about. Oh, so, okay, so every cow is numbered. So the intimacy is not there. The love is there. He took care of his cows. The intimacy is not there. He doesn't know the cow's name, doesn't call him by name. I nicknamed the new cow that was just born an hour before we got there, Rosie, because, isn't that nice? That's a nice name. So the new cow's name is Rosie. It's the only one of his cows that's named. But Jesus says, I know every one of you. I know every one of you by name. And I deal with you that way. Now think and imagine how we know the people in our families by name and how, how that warms us. And we call the name, we, whether it's your, your pet, your son, your daughter, you call the person or, or the image by name. And there's a connection. My dog is a little spustada. She's very bright, but she's, a little sp- she's out there sometimes. She could be sitting there and I'll say, come, and she'll look at me like, he ain't talking to me. If I say, Santa Ana, come, she's right there immediately. By name, she recognizes, I know it's dog stuff, we don't have to talk about that, but by name, she comes. And that's what Jesus wants us to establish with us. Not, we're not animals, we're people. And he wants to know us by name. He wants to know us by the sound of our voice. So I'm at my, ne- my nephew's house over the weekend. <clears throat> we were going out. And he said, go say hello to the boys. The boys are upstairs, the... 8 and 12, something like that, 9 and 12. Um, they're on, they have headphones and they're playing games on, on the television. I, it's called an Xbox, they, 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 they let me know that. And while little Michael is playing the game, he said, hi, Uncle Louie, and he give him a kiss, blah, blah, blah. And he, then he, he keeps talking and he said, it's, it's my Uncle Louie. And I said, who are you talking to? Oh, the guys, the guys. Yeah, because we're, we're six of us, and we all communicate together by this game, and we're playing the same game. I said, wait a minute, you know, I mean, who asked you that question? He said, well, Billy did, but, but Joe's there too. I said, how do you know who's talking? I recognize their voice. 21st century, they could put ears to the, plugs to their ears and use a box or eye box, whatever they call it, and it was called Fortnite, by the way. I was supposed to remember that name. And they could recognize someone's voice that's not with them physically in the room. See what John is telling us when he, in his letter he's writing to God's people and saying, 
I want, to, I want you to understand how much God loves you. You've become God's children in Jesus. Because Jesus confronted death, he came on earth, became a human being, and he could have been spared, yes, and he could have gone the whole thing and, I don't know, died of natural causes, who knows what, but he didn't. He went the route of sacrifice. He went the route of experiencing life as we know, as we know it, ups and downs, trials and errors, all of it, experienced it. And because of that love of the Father, his response back to the Father, and the Father came, this is not scripture, the Father comes to him one day and says, basically, now you've got to go the whole route, you've got to die on the court, you've got to be the sacrificial animal. Remember the animal, the lamb? You have to be the sacrificial lamb of God, and this will allow all the people of the world forever to know that I'm with them because of you. Jesus, God, the Father, is saying this to Jesus. And Jesus says yes. He says, into your hands I commend my spirit. He says yes. The Father's reward to Jesus the man, who was also the incarnate Son of God, is eternal life. He comes back from the dead. That's why we celebrate Easter. Because without Easter, Jesus was a nice guy, he told the story and died. But with Easter, he responded to the voice of the Father as he heard it. I'm not talking about Jesus. I'm talking about us. How do we hear the voice of the Father? How do we respond to the voice of the Father? As a good shepherd, Jesus comes on the scene and says, I recognize every one of my sheep. They know me and I know them. And it's going to be one family, one flock. And even those outside the family right now are meant to be in the family. So that means work for the sheep to evangelize, to pass the word on to live as if we believe Jesus is with us and we're doing God's work. And it's Jesus feeding us, not, not hay or straw or grass in the meadows. Jesus feeds us his own self. What better intimacy can we have with God than eating the bread of life and being one with him? That's why these letters from John are so important for us, written during the East, read during the Easter season. They're always in the scriptures, of course. We are God's children because of what's been revealed in Jesus. And our destiny is to be like him. And you know what? Don't be a... Your favorite things feel made for you. Your education should, too. University of Maryland Global Campus, formerly University of Maryland University College, was made to serve the military and working adults like you. Today, we continue that tradition by offering frequent start dates so you can get started with convenient online learning that fits your schedule, by recognizing your accomplishments with credits you can earn for what you know, by providing no-cost online resources replacing most textbooks because a college education can fit your budget too, and with no SAT or GRE required for most programs. University of Maryland Global Campus, made for you. Last year, we awarded more than $15 million in scholarships to qualified students, including community college students, service members, veterans, and working adults just like you. Discover how we can make your education and your goals for the future a reality. Visit us at umgc.edu. That's umgc.edu. Certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV. Shop Mattress Firm's year-end sale and put an end to junk sleep. 
Save up to $500 when you get a king bed for the price of a queen or queen for a twin. Plus, get a free adjustable base with qualifying Sealy purchase, up to a $4.99 value. Or shop top-selling brands and get up to 50% off select mattresses, like Sealy Twin Mattresses starting at $224.99 or Serta Twin Mattresses at $349.99. And shop with confidence thanks to our low-price guarantee, only at Mattress Firm. Restrictions apply. See store for details.